This is the Mental Health Revolution. Welcome to the Doorway to Self podcast with Rachel Leah Gerson. Hello and welcome back to the Doorway to Self podcast. I am your host, Rachel Leah Gerson, and it is such a... Hmm, such a humbling pleasure to be here with you today. I want to wish y'all a happy National Mental Health Awareness Month. For those of you who are in the U.S., this is our National Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, And so, of course, I feel really strongly about um, specifically focusing this episode and the next episode on mental health. Normally for the month of May, I do an episode every week instead of bi-weekly. This year, you guys, just as you know, spirit just has me pulling back, slowing down, um, keeping a little bit more quiet into myself as I'm moving through my own healing process. Um, So I will not be doing that this year, but I will have a potent episode for you in a few weeks, and I definitely have an important episode to share with you today. I might sound a little bit more nasally than usual. I am at the tail end of a cold here. Um, It's not the thing. Don't worry. Uh, I'm fine. (laughs) I got tested. We're all good. Um, But I do just kind of want to give you guys that heads up in case you hear some wonky sounding Rachelness here. Um, (laughs) But um, today's episode is really an important one and it's a reminder that I have gotten over and over and over in the last six months as I've been healing through all of this stuff and that's that I've mentioned on other episodes here and there and on social Um, and uh, I really wanted to share it with you guys because I I also feel like there's a lot of potency for you guys with this as well. Um, For the entire collective, really, it just feels like we are really, truly learning what it means to heal in a non-linear sense and also experiencing all of the shame and doubt and confusion that can come up with that. For those of you who purchased the Doorway to Self calendar of important energetic events uh, for this year, you'll notice that, and by the way, it is still um, up for sale on the website and it is on sale um, since we're um, over a quarter of the way through the year as well, if you're interested in purchasing that at this point. But doorwaytoself.com, you click on the shop button. Um, But um, those of you who purchased it will notice that the theme for this month is the slingshot pull back to fly forward. And, you know, I've, I've heard many people talking about this specifically in the last three weeks or so. Um, And I know I myself have been talking about this for the last six months um, in in relation to my own personal life and and what's going on with me currently. Um, But specifically, you know, I want to share with you guys yesterday. uh, Yesterday was a really hard day for me. Um, I got super triggered. Um, I had layers of triggers that all happened within a very short span of time. I 
found myself um I'm I'm just going to be completely transparent with you. I found myself fully dissociating yesterday um, in the middle of the day. It was really scary for me. I haven't been in that space in a very long time. Um, and thankfully, thank you, Rachel Zelser, wherever you are, I bless you, bless you, bless you. Um, you know, my best friend from middle school who is still one of my very, very closest friends, Um was able to pick up my call in the middle of the day yesterday. And I'm so grateful for that because talking to her really helped to ground me back into my body and helped to relieve a lot of the stress and anxiety that I was experiencing, a lot of the distress because I was incredibly distressed. Um, And I remember, you know, I was on the phone with her and I was saying to her, I was like, this is such bull. Um, like, I don't understand this. I already healed. Like, I already healed from my mental illness. Like, how can I be back here again? Um, and as soon as I said that, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Rachel Lagerson, slow your roll. Like, <laughs> chill yourself here because there is no such thing as I already healed myself, right? My diagnosis was taken away. Um, I no longer have bipolar 1 disorder. And I do believe that that is the truth. I don't believe I have bipolar 1 anymore. Um, you know, that diagnosis was revoked, what, seven years ago now, I think? Um, maybe eight years ago. So, um, so that diagnosis was revoked and I have no doubt that that is the truth and that it has stayed that way. Does that mean that the the bipolar couldn't show up again in the future? No, it absolutely could. Um, but I, I know what that feels like in my body and I know that that's not what I'm experiencing. What I'm experiencing is post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and specifically complex post-traumatic stress disorder, right? CPTSD, which means that a traumatic event occurred, which built on several other traumatic events that had happened throughout my life, whether they were, quote, big T traumas or, quote, little T traumas, right? The big T traumas being um, any sort of very blatant abuse or assault, um, and the little, the little T traumas being, you know, kind of the more covert, um, things that happen, um, on a day-to-day basis that are traumatic for us, but maybe more subconsciously, um, they dig at us on, on a much more subtle or subliminal level. Um, and so that's a completely different thing to be dealing with, right? And I, I was putting so much pressure and have been putting so much pressure on myself in the last six months. I realized yesterday when I had my full breakdown that I was like, oh my gosh, I've been putting so much pressure on myself to heal and to heal so quickly and to not be in this place of mental instability and being unwell, right? Because I have stigmatized that for myself, I realized, right? Like, here I am. I am this mental health practitioner. I am this person who is helping to completely revolutionize the world of mental health. And therefore, I need to hold myself to this standard of being 100% mentally healthy all of the time so that I can prove that my method works. 
<sighs> that's a lot of pressure, you guys. And I didn't realize I was putting that on myself. And so I gave myself a ton of grace at that moment. And I gave myself a ton of compassion at that moment. And I said, okay, you know what, Rachel? We're going to take a moment. And we're going to admit this right now. Rachel, you are mentally unwell at this moment in time. It doesn't mean you're not recovering. It doesn't mean you're not healing. It doesn't mean you're not working through this. And it doesn't mean that you've taken a step back. And that's the important part of the message. I mean, everything I just said is really important for, for all y'all to hear, especially those of you who have healed from mental illness or who are mental health practitioners and, and hold yourself to that same high standard. But the really important message that I want to speak to today is this idea of nonlinear healing. When we feel as though we are going backwards in our healing journey, right? And and all of us say this, I, I know you're raising your hand. If I were like, raise your hand if you've experienced this, I can like 95.99999% guarantee that you are raising your hand um, or going to raise your hand or thinking about, yeah, I should physically be raising my hand, but I'm mentally raising it right now and astrally raising it. Um, but um yeah, if I were to ask the question, who feels like they have taken steps backwards before, right? Who's been at this point where they felt great and then all of a sudden they were right back where they started on their healing journey and they're like, what? You're like, why am I here? This is some, like, what? This is some trickery. This is some messed up crap. Like, what? is going on. This is unfair. I know how to work through this. I know how to do this. I know how to be, quote, better than this. Let me tell you something, you guys. You are not better than any version of your mental health. There is no such thing as being better than anything else because you just are right? It's all just part of your experience. And in fact, taking these steps, quote unquote, backwards are actually what propel us forward, right? So when I think about the last six months and everything that I've been working through and the events that I underwent, these events that happened for me, not to me, right? Um, when I think about these things, I think about the fact that, oh my gosh, firstly, I'm in such a different place in my life than I was 10 years ago when I was struggling with bipolar disorder, right? I'm in such a different place. Secondly, part of being in that different place is that I have a toolbox and I'm able to utilize those tools. Thirdly, and I talked about this on the last episode, I have an insane, beautiful, that's kind of a weird word to use here. I have, a, I have a very grounded and beautiful support system that spans an array of different modalities of support. And four, I have new perspective. And it's really in these perspective shifts and changes that we're able to heal so much more deeply. Um, also, if you're hearing noises in the background, I did kind of uh, 
borrow my grandparents' dog yesterday when I wasn't feeling great. So he's here with me and you might hear him licking his lips or something in the background. Um, (laughs) So yeah, one of my support systems right here, this buddy. Thank you, baby. Um, So all of that to say, you know, what I, I hear so many people say, oh my gosh, how am I back here again? And I've been saying this to myself the last six months, even though I've had this perspective shift, but I don't think I fully, fully gave credence to the full perspective shift or allowance of it to uh, be integrated, right? So I've heard so many people say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm back here again, right? I can't believe I'm back here. But the fact of the matter is, is you're not back anywhere. You're in a completely new place, right? It's like... um you, you, you're on, this is just the image that's coming through to me right now. You're riding the pony on the carousel, right? You're going around and around and around and around. But every single time you go around the ride, the scenery changes, right? Maybe, um, uh, uh, you know, the person who is walking in front of you, uh, when you got to that point on the carousel before, um, is no longer there. Maybe now, you know, some kid has dropped their ice cream and so now there's ice cream on the ground where there wasn't before. And maybe now, you know, there's um, a kite that's flying in the distance that wasn't there before. And, you know, then the next time you go around, maybe somebody is cleaning up the ice cream and the next time you go around, the ice cream's gone. And then the next time you go around, the kite is way, 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 way off in the distance. And, you know, it's like every Everything changes every single time you go around. And so even though maybe it feels like you're in the same place and mentally we can kind of justify or um, or have that, that perspective, that lens to be like, oh, I'm back in this same place, everything is completely different. And so truly you're not in the same place at all because everything has shifted and everything I just mentioned was only physical things, right? Those were only physical, visual um, things that we could measure on that level. But what about even, you know, the conversations in the atmosphere are different, right? When you come around to that point in the carousel, people are talking about different things in their conversations. Um, The energy is completely different. People have come and gone. There are new energies that are there. You're a new energy that's there, right? Your energy that's there this time around is totally different than your energy last time around um, or, or than it will be the next time around. So thinking about it in that way of we're working in spirals, you guys. We are spirals. I mean, we're literally made of things of spirals, of thousands and thousands and thousands of spirals. We are made of DNA, the double helix that is a spiral. Um, And we heal in that same fashion. We heal just as our DNA looks because we're also spiraling through our DNA. We're also working through not only our own trauma, but all of the trauma and ideation that has been passed through our entire ancestral line, right? So there's a lot of stuff that we're working through here. And not only that, but every single time you come around that carousel, you're shedding more layers, right? Which means that you're coming closer to yourself. 
You're coming closer to your truth, to your essence. And when you are your truth, when you are your essence, that is the truth. Your essence is truth. Your essence is love, which is truth. Part of what I have been doing this time around that's been different is I have been committing myself to fully feeling my emotions as they come up and to expressing them, whether that is to myself or my loved ones or y'all on on a live or on this podcast or something. Um, when it's like my emotions, emotions, I'm usually not processing those with you guys, but um, because I have my own support systems to do that with. Um, but you know, I've, I've been really challenging myself to step up and do that. And here's the other thing, you guys, that I want to tell you is, holy cow, I didn't realize how much I was stigmatizing being an emotional human being, i.e. being a human being. And I think we all do that. I think we, especially women, right? Because, well, actually, no, not even, especially everyone. Um, but in, in different ways, I, I want to speak to this because I feel like it's important. Cis women um, are taught that we cannot be emotional because if we're emotional, we are crazy. Cis men are taught that they cannot be emotional because if they are emotional, then they are weak and effeminate, which apparently is a negative thing. Um, and so therefore, we all have been taught to gaslight ourselves for being emotional. Oh my gosh, if I'm emotional, I'm crazy. Oh my gosh, if I'm emotional, I'm weak. Oh my gosh, if I'm emotional, I'm less than. Which like, what's that about too? Like how come, let's say those emotions are stemming from a place of mental illness. Why does that make someone less than? Why is someone less than for being mentally ill? If you have a mental illness and you're listening to this, you are not less than. You are a human being who is struggling and you are working to heal. Just like I am a human being who is struggling and I am working to heal. I talk so much about wanting to destigmatize psychic abilities and the psychic world. And I do. And that's true. And also, I can't be in the world of mental health without also wanting to destigmatize mental health and therefore walking that walk by destigmatizing my own. Destigmatizing mental illness, I should say, not mental health, but y'all know what I mean, right? Destigmatizing mental health, destigmatizing emotions, destigmatizing feeling, destigmatizing being a freaking human being. Because these are all part of the human experience being psychic, being emotional, having those emotions and psychic abilities sometimes wreck your mental health. And that wrecking, quote unquote, is not necessarily an end-all, be-all. And this is what I was getting to before. It's usually actually a healing journey or the opportunity for that. And I think that that's where so many folks get so stuck 
is like, oh gosh, okay, I was diagnosed with depression or I was diagnosed with schizophrenia or I was diagnosed with anxiety or whatever it is that you were diagnosed with. And it's like, boom, there's the label. I'm stuck with it. That is me. There is no coming out of this. There is no healing from it. My friend, you are able to heal from it. I did it. So many others have done it. And guess what? Yes, you might wind up right back there again. And yes, that is scary as hell to think about. I get that. Honestly, this moment in time has been my greatest fear ever since I got my diagnosis taken away. It's like, oh my gosh, what happens if it comes back? And of course, like this is a different diagnosis and I'm self-diagnosing here, of course, as a licensed clinician, but still, um, <laughs> I, I've also had it reflected back for me, back to me by multiple licensed clinicians that, Rachel, no, you don't have bipolar disorder. Like, no, that's not what this is. Um, but even if I did have my bipolar back, that would be okay. That would be okay because it would mean that there was still something I did not learn from that prior experience. And it was something that I would not have been able to learn at that point in my life. But now with the tools and the self-understanding and the self-awareness and the discernment abilities and boundaries and uh, ability to say, you know what, I need to step back from clients right now and etc. Maybe, maybe the universe would be like, okay, she's ready. She's ready now to experience this, which is, is, you know, which is exactly what's now happening with the CPTSD um, rather than the bipolar. Um, but y'all, um, I have no doubt in my mind if I did not nip this thing in the bud like I did, um, like as soon as the event happened, I called my people. Like as soon as the event happened in the beginning of December, I was like, yo, Jen Feldman, can we set up a session? Like, can we do it? Okay. All right. I've got my mentors, uh, you know, Devin Nicole, uh, when is our next session? Uh, thankfully I was already working with them at the time and I got that set up and, you know, our time has come to an end. And as soon as I knew it was coming to an end and I knew, you know, the universe was like, yep, you're not going to resign with them. This was your your moment in time. The container is over. I found a therapist and I started work with her last week and it's incredible. Um, she's an amazing person. I'm not going to give her name or information at this point in time because we've just opened our container and I, I want to keep that private um, until I feel fully secure in it. But what I was saying is that I have no doubt in my mind, you guys, if I did not have everything lined up right away. If I did not go and advocate for myself and be like, boom, this traumatic event happened, I need all of the support in the world, I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you this would have developed into bipolar one again, or it would have developed into cyclothymia, um, which is, I think I've talked about it before, um, or actually, no, I know I talked about it. I guessed it on somebody else's podcast last month. Um, the episode hasn't yet come out, um, but it will be, and I do talk about the difference, so you guys can keep your eyes open for that. Um, but it's basically a um, more rapid and also milder form of bipolar one. Um, but I have no doubt in my mind that it would have turned into one or both of those things. Um, but because I was able to cut it off when I did and, and, or not cut it off, um, I was able to 
address it and say, yes, this happened. I need the support, etc. That's why I, even though I'm mentally unwell right now, I'm still healthy, if that makes any sense. Um, so, you know, if you go back and you listen to the first episodes of this podcast, you'll hear me talking about how I believe that trauma is the root of all mental illness. Um, because when trauma happens, that's when we leave ourselves. That's when we leave our bodies or we don't feel safe to be in our energy or etc. And when we do that, that's what allows for those other energies to come in. Um, and it, you know, that's what triggers the brain to be like, there are things in this body that don't belong here. And then it begins to have the chemical response. So that's why if a traumatic event happens later in life, it's so important for us to just like acknowledge it right away and do something about it. I don't care if you have zero dollars in your bank account, make it work, make it happen. And the universe will back you up and the universe will get you the healing that you need. Whether that's people stepping forward and gifting you sessions or somebody else paying for your sessions or the money just appearing out of nowhere or whatever. Um, you know, yesterday, I wanted to share this with you guys too. Um, yesterday, towards the end of the day, I, um, you know, I was, I was about to pay the invoice for this new therapist that I'm working with. And I, you know, I'm going to get a, a block of sessions. And um, I was like, man, you know, um, I, I, I had one of those moments where I was like, okay, I just, I need to trust that the money is going to be here for this because I need this. And literally an hour later, I got an email from my insurance company that they had messed up and they were going to give me $480 back into my account, um, which is more than the amount that I need. Um, so I tell you that story because it's like, you know, these these things come, these things happen, um, and they can happen to you too, and for you, not to you, for you, right? They can happen for you. Today, as I'm recording this, it is May 5th. It is the fifth month of the year and the fifth day of the month. It is a 5-5 five, five portal day. The number five is all about journeying and adventures and travel and new experiences, and new insights, and new perspective, and just new, 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 right? Excitement, joy, fun, etc. And I'm so thrilled that this energy is infusing this podcast episode, because that double five energy is really an opening into all of those things that I just said. Um, and it's also five plus five equals 10, which boils down to one, right? One plus zero is one. Um, one is also about new beginnings and creativity and, and coming into these new spaces. And so really, I feel like this episode, my intention is, is that this is going to birth you into a new perspective in the sense that you are, I really, I really want to wish for all of us, for all of us as a collective, that we are able to journey through ourselves 
in a way that we have never journeyed through ourselves before. Journey through, you know, like I said, on that carousel, starting to recognize what is different. What's different this time? What is different? As this, you know, May month of May has begun, as we are in the middle of eclipse season, as Mercury retrograde is coming around the corner, as Pluto retrograde started last week, as, 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 all of the things in our skies, etc., as all of this is happening and that slingshot is pulling back to spring us forward, noticing what is different in where it's pulling us back to this time, noticing where we are different, noticing what is different about this carousel ride. New people have gotten on the ride. Old people have gotten off. Maybe old people have returned and gotten back on the ride as new people (laughs) because they're not the same versions of themselves that they were the first time they did the ride. Yeah, and you're riding round and round and round. And yes, maybe it feels repetitive, but it's not. It is and it's not. It is different. The next layer of the onion is still the onion. The next layer of the onion still smells like an onion, tastes like an onion, looks like an onion, but it is the next layer. So it's different. And so I want to encourage you to journey through your own self in that way today and moving forward from here too. How can you look at your journey with newness? How can you look at your journey with open arms? How can you look at your journey and say, oh my gosh, this is different. So I want to give you guys some examples here from from what I've gleaned over the last six months, because I've honestly been looking at this last six months as a bulk of research. Like, that's that's number one, right? The first time around, I was like, oh gosh, I have bipolar disorder. Poor me. I feel badly for myself. And then it was like, okay, I've got to figure this out. I've got to heal. Um, not anticipating that, it, that there was any way to get my diagnosis revoked or anything like that. But, um, you know, that was my intention. And this time around, it's yes, okay, I've got to heal. I'm a resilient ass human and this is going to work out. But more so than that, it's okay. What is this teaching me? What is this teaching me about myself? What is this teaching me about the human condition? What is this teaching me about the collective? What is this teaching me about human relations and interactions? What is this teaching me about the psychic world? What is this teaching me? And I've been utilizing it as research. And I really want to encourage you guys to do that too. How can you utilize, you utilize, oh my gosh, okay, I'm right back in this situation again, quote unquote. Okay, great. This is a learning opportunity. How can you begin to work with it as one? So there's that. Nextly, utilizing it because of that to challenge some of your beliefs. I've already mentioned some of my beliefs that have been challenged, right? Oh my gosh, I realized I wasn't allowing myself to fully emote because I was scared of being perceived as having a mental illness. And oh my gosh, what does it mean if I actually have bipolar and it's been hidden this whole time just because I'm an emotional human being, i.e. just because I'm a human being, right? 
Um, so coming to that realization and understanding and recognition and then understanding that that is wisdom I can now bring forth to you guys and you can bring forth to your folks to be like, no, you can be emotional. That's okay. And your emotions can be all the F over the place and that's okay. Right. Um, so that's something I've taken away, right? I took away the understanding that, oh my gosh, I was still stigmatizing mental illness. Even though I didn't realize it, even though it was completely subconscious, it was something that other people could have, but not me, right? Because I was too good for that, or I was above that, or I was, and and upon reflecting in this, you know, that was something that a couple of my clients actually brought forward to me before this whole event happened um, in, when was that? September of last year, right? I'm being really transparent with you guys right now. A couple of my clients came to me and they were like, what makes you, you know, sometimes I feel like you you act like you're better than me. And I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, I don't, I'm just coming here being me. And I was so convinced at that point in time that I was just mirroring their insecurities, which I was, you know, and that was part of the medicine that was necessary and needed to happen. But what I didn't understand is that I was holding this subconscious belief that they were somehow less than because they had mental illness or that I I was somehow greater than because I had quote unquote healed and was healthy and didn't have a mental illness anymore. I was quote unquote better than because people who have mental health are better than people who have mental illness. And then I wonder how much that paradigm keeps people with mental illness actually sick. And I know this because I've experienced this, right? When I had bipolar disorder, so many people treated me as less than or as incapable or as less than human. I mean, I guess it's still less than. But, you know, then that energy, that energy is put on you. And so to those clients who I subconsciously was putting that energy on, I am so sorry I did not mean to do that because that harmed you more than it helped you. And I also recognize that that was happening in part because my partner at the time was putting that on me without me knowing it. And so I was carrying that energy. I want to encourage you to break free from that energy cloud because that's what it is. It's like, it's this cloud of mental illness energy that people just like, like blow and let fall onto you and then it just like sits there like a heavy fog and it's hard to weed through it to understand what actually is mm, yours and what's not because they're putting it on you so heavily and if you don't know who you are or you're unaware because it's happening super subconsciously and super subliminally then that's going to be really, really hard to recognize that there's even a fog there, okay? So I want to even, you know, if, if it feels good to you, and if it doesn't, you can go ahead and, and skip forward, I don't know, 30 seconds in this episode or something. But I want to go ahead and ask for um, some energy clearing here. And I'm going to invite that in. And I'm going to invite that in for, for anybody who's listening who consents. And even if you still listen and you don't consent, then this is just not going to affect you because if you don't consent, you don't consent, okay? Um, But for anybody who consents, 
I want to invite energy clearing to pull away any fog. We're going to invite your personal guides at this point to help you to clear out any fog that might be in your sphere, any fog that might be keeping you from mental clarity and therefore mental health. Any fog that others might be putting on you, any imprints of mental illness that other people have put on you, any templates of being less than or unworthy or incapable, subhuman, we are going to lift that fog. We are removing that and unplugging that from your system. And we are unplugging you from all grids that are of lower timelines. We are unplugging you from the energy of mental illness and plugging you into the energy of mental health. Unplugging you from the energy of mental illness and plugging you into your own energy. And if your energy is currently unhealthy, then that's fantastic. Because that means then you're going to be given the gift of discernment at this point in time. The clearing is now over. So those of you who didn't consent, you can now tune fully back in if that's something you feel like you'd like to do. Um, but if you you know, if you chose to do this clearing and you unplugged from that illness that was put onto you and you plugged into yourself and yourself is still unwell, that's great because that means now that you have given this a level of discernment that has allowed for you to see, okay, this is where my personal unwellness is and this does exist within me right now right? Just like I've been saying this whole episode, I am unwell right now. I am unwell and that is okay. And I even, I tend to put my hand over my heart when I say this, I am unwell and it is okay. It's okay to be unwell. It really is. It's okay to be unwell. You have permission to be unwell. And then you can do the work to heal that. You have permission to, to be unwell. You don't have permission to stay unwell. Unless you give yourself permission to do that, and that's your own sovereign choice, right? If you want to stay stuck, that's your deal. I will not stop you from that. Um, but at least in acknowledging and accepting and having compassion for that mental unwellness or that mental illness, that's that's going to pave the way for you to be able to be like, okay, I'm unwell, and so... I have permission now to take a step back so that I can heal this. And when I say heal this, I don't mean completely, right? Because we, we're never 100% fully healed. And also at the same time, we're always whole. So healing happens, as I've said, in layers and over time. It's nonlinear. But you as a being... No matter how well or unwell you are, you are always yourself and you are always whole and you are always allowed. I felt that resonate for a lot of you. You are always allowed. Yeah. Whew, I feel some of you crying on the other end of this. I love that. I'm so grateful to know that, that this has touched you. 
All right, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up. I hope that this was as powerful for you as it was for me. Um, thank you for your grace and compassion as well. Um, as I have been, um, very, very, very vulnerable and real with you guys this episode. I think, um, you know, this is again, one of those moments where I'm recognizing, yeah, this is what the last six months were for, you know, is so that I could come into a place of groundedness around this, um, and be able to level with you guys in a different way. That's, that's more real, um, and more human. And I think, I hope that through me acknowledging and showing my humanity, it will also allow you to acknowledge and reveal your own to yourself and to your loved ones. So happy National Mental Health Awareness Month. If this episode has been helpful for you, I invite you to share it with your loved ones please. Sharing is so helpful. Um, also, uh, subscribing to the podcast on whatever platforms you choose. Um, leaving a five-star review on iTunes is supremely helpful in getting this podcast found by the masses, so to speak. Um, and of course, if you feel called to donate financially, I would be super grateful. Um, you can do so at donorbox.org slash doorway to self or via Venmo or Cash App um, with the tag doorway to self. Um, you can also uh, do so via PayPal as well to doorway to self at gmail.com. So thank you so much to those of you who are monthly donators and to those of you who become monthly donators and to those of you who donate once. Um, anything helps. This is, like I've said so many times, a labor of love. And I just greatly appreciate those of you who acknowledge my time and energy in that way um, and also by way of, of just sharing it. Um, I do want to announce I'm so excited um, on actually the day of the eclipse um, this podcast hit 7,000 listens. Um, so I am so just blown away and grateful beyond measure. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to those of you who have tuned into this episode and all of the others or one of the others or none of the others. And, um, and to those of you who have shared it around so that it, it could reach that peak, um, and continue to grow, um, the more that this mental health awareness, uh, through this lens reaches the collective, the more we are truly bringing this revolution and y'all are a part of that. And I, I could not be more humbled or grateful, um, to, to know you, even if peripherally, peripherally, even if only astrally through our connection and you listening to this, um, but just know I'm grateful you're here. I'm grateful you're alive. And I'm grateful that you are part of the change that you wish to seek in the world. So thank you for seeing that and being that and, and being here. All right, my dears, I am sending you so, so much love. Thank you so much for tuning into the Doorway to Self podcast for helping to spread psychic education and for being a part of the mental health revolution. 
I hope you have received exactly what you needed today for your personal growth, understanding, and healing. For more information on upcoming workshops, retreats, and online events, please go to doorwaytoself.com. Thank you, and have a beautiful rest of your day. Okay, okay, but y'all know I really want to advocate for you doing your own podcast too. So I guess if you still want to stick around, you can also hear how you can use Anchor to create your own podcast. You're still here? You're still listening? Oh my gosh, I love you.